So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Welcome to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. This is another special episode pretty much discussing the two houses that are running this season. We'll get to that in just a minute. I am Matt, and joining me for this episode is my co-host, Shelby. Hi, Matt. How are you? Oh, long time no see. Well, we're technically not seeing each other, but... <laughs> Good point. I did turn my camera off immediately. I learned that with Google, <laughs> Google Hang- Hangouts. Turn that off before this call even connects. <laughs> So, all right, the preface, this is just, I mean, this is no secret to anybody that this is becoming the strangest Halloween season, like, ever. <laughs> and this might be the strangest instant reaction ever, so much of the fact that it's like a five-day-later reaction. <laughs> I mean, that's how long ago it was we went through these houses. So, if you don't know, and if you're listening to a show like this, I'm sure you certainly know, but we need to do our due diligence, our due diligence, to let everyone know what we're talking about, we are talking specifically about the two houses, the haunted houses, the houses that were built for Halloween Horror Nights 30 that have been opened at Universal Studios. It actually opened a couple weekends ago. We're going to get into that. But at the point from where this episode is going to be released, they are going to start to be open daily. And that is October 3rd to November 1st, running all day, every day, which... I don't think it's more days than a Halloween Horror Nights, but that's that's like more consecutive days than I've ever seen yeah. a house run. That's something new. I'm curious how the uh, characters um, are going to be talking about that on the different social media feeds about this. I want to say it's more hours in a day, too, but I could be wrong about that. It's Yeah, I was trying to do the math, too. I mean, I guess six to six to two is eight hours and... I'm not even sure what the park hours are right now because they keep like nine to eight. Are they really? Okay, that's 11 hours. Yeah. That's a long time. They're, they're definitely changing things up in the fact that they have multiple casts that come in True. later in the day and yes. people come in earlier. I did hear but about that. I guess that. it's easier to do and to staff when you only have two houses open. That's, yeah. I mean, that is true. And then it's, I guess that is like instead of the A and the B, you kind of got. I'm sure you still have the A and the B, but you have two shifts now, right? From what we understand? Yeah, I think so. That's, that's, well, that's good. That's good. That, that employs more people and it gives those characters a break from yeah. nine, 10, 11 hours on their feet and in costume. That's the thing, too, especially talking about what we will, whatever details we get into with the costuming. So I, mm-hmm. I think I should say at this point, there's any, there's a, Almost any potential for spoilers anywhere throughout the rest of this episode. I can't say the next thing I'm going to say is a spoiler, but I just want to give everyone a fair warning. So if you haven't experienced the houses yet and you want to go in completely cold, spoiler free, we're going to get into the main discussion here shortly. So I think yeah. that ramble was long enough to get people to <laughs> run across the room and turn their phones off. Um, I also think we're going to be repeating stuff that Hunter already brought up in his instant reaction podcast of mm-hmm. the first weekend. Yes. Uh, it'll be our uh, interpretation instead of yeah, his. I did ask him. I was like, I, 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 I told him I, I wanted to get an episode out because Universal was nice enough to invite us out to do this. I said, do you, I said, yeah. I really don't know what to talk about other than what my opinion was of the house, but I feel like that's going to be another instant reaction. He was all for it. He's like, your opinion, <laughs> you're going to say you, your opinion is going to be different than mine and some things. And I'm sure people are looking for diverse opinions and, and maybe even by some strange reason, want to hear what I had to say about it. So he's all behind us doing yeah. this. So that was cool. That was cool. I was supposed to, I was supposed to interview or not interview. I was supposed to do that podcast with him the day before or the day after. And I woke up like a huge headache and I couldn't record the, record the podcast with him. It sucked. Yeah. It's, it was, well, let's talk about it. So they did open a test 
weekend, which was the 26th yeah. and 27th? Or uh, was that the, no, that's the weekend we went. I'm sorry. So it was the 22nd and 23rd, I believe? No, the 19th and the 20th. Yes. I believe so. And I just realized yeah. I should know this because <laughs> of all weekends this year, every, I mean, we're talking all... 52 weekends. For some reason, I thought there was 53 of the leap year. I thought we got an extra Saturday, but I was wrong. But the 52 weeks weekends this year, this was seriously the one. And, and I'm not exaggerating. There's been no other weekends yet or coming in the future that I could not change my plans except that one. And when <laughs> they announced that, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. First of all, the the, the state of the world has... W- stolen Halloween Horror Nights from me. Here, I'm throwing a <laughs> life preserver and I can't take it. So the world just wants to watch you drown. It does. Yeah, it really does. So my FOMO was through the freaking <laughs> roof that weekend, but you went. So, and you, uh, yeah, I, I'm curious to hear your uh, perspective on going from nothing to now to houses and, and what that was like for you that day. Oh, it was intense to say the least. Like, if you had been going to the parks before then, it was pretty much dead, except for maybe Labor Day weekend. Like the weekends were pretty busy, but pretty much right after the park opened after uh, the shutdown, there was no one in the parks. You have five minutes wait, five minute waits for like the big roller coasters and stuff. But as soon as that was announced that they were doing Halloween things, the park felt like a busy summer day. Oh wow! It was pretty crazy. Yeah, and, this and it's was- been the same. That was before uh, the um, any. I don't even know that Universal's even went to full capacity, but before the state is allowing full capacity, right? They're still in their restrictions. Yeah, yeah wow. I want to say they lifted the restrictions like the day you and I went. I think you're right, actually. So yeah, it's it was pretty crazy. Okay, the the experience of getting there and in there. That's yeah. That's I'm actually not too unhappy i missed all that considering how we got to go <laughs> together but from a fan standpoint and you and i i mean that that is exactly how we met and that's how we're on the show together we, we were halloween horror night fans we met through the fan community became friends yeah. at a halloween horror nights <laughs> what's it like for you now getting something this year after the huge disappointment we had a few months ago um not gonna lie i cried on the way <laughs> <laughs> Because I was so set on there being no Horror Nights this year. And as soon as like there was some sort of inkling of like a, maybe just two houses being open on the way here, I was like, oh my God, I get to go to Horror Nights this year. <laughs> but I think it's great. I mean, just to have just little things. Because I, I, I've said it before, like Horror Nights is more than just the houses yeah. and the streets. It's like the friends you make. And everybody was there. Everybody I haven't seen in like a year were all at the event on saturday all socially distanced um but we were all like seeing old friends for the first time like a little family reunion and that was awesome that's cool that was that was the one thing i did kind of miss about it because i did see pictures between just alone on you and hunter's feed but then my other mm-hmm. friends and our mutual friends i was like oh that would have would have been nice just to say hi that's probably the only chance i would have had this year so that kind of stank but i guess there's going to be more opportunity i didn't know that at the time for sure yeah, for sure. I, I will say, I will say, I don't remember what I wrote on Twitter, but apparently it must have been very poignant about me missing that weekend because I had several people like immediately DM me in different areas uh, uh, um, of communication to say, "Hey, hey, hey!" I, I think it's going to be okay. From what I understand, don't don't worry, don't get upset. I'm like, I I I, I know. I I, <laughs> I I still know people that work there. I'm pretty sure you're right. But thank you for checking. I actually was really, I was really polite Aww. about it because it was it was really. Nice. I was like, no, no, I'm I'm cool. I just it's like, I was like the 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 real joke is the fact that of any weekend this is what it can't go. So all right. right. I do want to talk to you about the houses, but I do want to get, I'm going to ask you a question now that I'll ask you again at the end uh, in a different way. But what you went through the two houses, we'll we'll wait for that in a minute here. Mm -hmm. When you were done, you went through them several times, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I figured that many (laughs) when you were done for the day, which one of the two was at the top of that very short list. (laughs) It's it's such a very tiny list. Um, (laughs) Tooth Fairy. Okay. I want to say I like Tooth Fairy out of the two of them, but like the more times I go through Bride, the more I like Bride. Oh, nice. And, you, know, you never know what your favorite is until the end of the season. So it's it's too early to tell, but you always have like your top, you know, 10, but in this case, top two. 
at the very beginning and then you go back and you list your top 10 at the end of the season so right now it's tooth fairy at number one <laughs> and bride at number two but that could change throughout the season <laughs> the revisit is gonna be funny it's like it's yeah. it's, it's really going to be no surprise or barely a surprise because there's only one other choice yeah <laughs> so okay so that weekend came and went and it was, I just looked at it now, it was twenty the 22nd, so, but September 22nd, two days later, they announced that they're doing this again, 26th and the 27th, and then like the dates I said, the, the 3rd and 1st. I'm like, awesome, I'm going to go. Uh, Hunter was already planning on where he was going to stand in position to me to see my face in reaction to certain houses. We're all set. <laughs> we don't do the only thing, we have, we have everything but a date set. Then I'm actually out for... A bit of a walk, and I get to a stretch of road where I don't need to pay attention because there is no traffic. It's just sidewalk and some some land. And I check my phone, and lo and behold, the, the thing that I didn't even really notice was missing from my season and and the the Halloween Hard Night season in general was the announcement or the invitation, I should should say, for a media event, albeit not the media party we've reported mm-hmm. on before, but still a media opportunity to go through the houses. I, and Hunter can back me up, I did call him first. I offered it to him first because that was a deal when I handed (laughs) over the show. And his reaction was expecting absolutely nothing. He couldn't go and he couldn't work. And I did not argue. I said, okay, no problem. I'll be happy to take it from here. And then I messaged you and you were allowed to go and you, (laughs) I don't know how interesting this will be to other people, but you got a kick out of it when I mentioned it. You've gotten the short end of the straw of every media event with news (laughs) as at Halloween Horror Nights. I haven't gone. Hunter went last (laughs) year and then I get the HHN light version of the media event, which I'm still happy I got to go. It's like, I haven't seen the full version yet. Nope, nope, you haven't. And the things you have gone to me with in regards to Harry Potter and Christmas have been, I mean, they've been nice. Don't get me wrong. They, they treat you great. It's, it's, it's a fun event, but it's not, it, there's something that's not the same about it, especially when your first love of Universal Studios is Halloween Horror Night. So one day, right. one day I hope you'll get there. I don't want to promise you anything because if I sit here and say <laughs> next year everything will be fine, Either a meteor is going to hit or we won't get invited or something in between the two. So I'm not going to promise anything, but I will say I absolutely hope that you get that opportunity. I won't get my hopes up. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So with that invitation, we, we scheduled to get together and get over there. And then possibly the worst thing I could have done in all of this was miscalculate my timeline. And I head to your place to pick you up a half hour later than I should have. We still made it. We though. made it, but I was I had no fingernails left zooming down I4 <laughs> making sure we, we got there in time. And like three other people came after us. Yeah, see, we I was good. actually happy about that. I was happy not to be last, but it wasn't we weren't. Yeah, we we were pretty close to last, but so we got there. We got to go into houses and this was a very this is this whole day is very strange for me because I'm going to my first thought was I'm going to Halloween Horror Nights in broad daylight, but that's, you do that at Stay and Scream. That's not unusual. But when you look yeah. at the clock and it's just after 10 in the morning, that's where it, when it gets weird. That's when it's weird. Yeah. Cause I remember, um, do you remember when they did the Stranger Things Day? Yes. And yes, yes. They had the house open all day. That was weird. And that was like, we were going to the house at like two or three in the afternoon and it, I could barely see. But now that's just a daily occurrence. It is something to, Kind of adjust to it first. So we got there. We got to see the houses. And the first thing that they took us through, actually, they they announced that they were going to take us through both of them twice, which I was, that was really, I wasn't expecting that. That was pretty cool. And we were allowed to capture media in the Tooth Fairy. And that was it. And I did, I have an, the iPhone is finally caught up to Android in low light camera work <laughs> i was gonna say i have a the i was gonna brag that i have the the new iphone but that's like having the old android when it comes to low light camera work so i did take some video the first time through and i have to admit that i don't remember much of the run through the first time because i was looking through my camera so second time i still had my camera held in front of me but i wasn't looking through it and that's i think that's when it hit me that i was in a halloween horror night's house the first time Aww. through 
it was just kind of like, like I said, looking through my camera and adjusting to this new way of doing things for the year. And then that got out of my system. And the second time, the smells, the sights, the, the, the boo holes, the characters, the settings, the atmosphere, that was like, oh, that was, that was the, um, coming home feeling finally, finally yeah. this year, something I didn't think we we're going to have. It was, it was, it's a good feeling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Right. No, no, you go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, so since we're talking about tooth fairy, let's yes. talk about that. Let's, well, let's start off with, I mean, I want to start off with the facade, but there is a bit of kind of story tree. You almost get a prologue before you go in this house. Yeah. You get the story of, oh, what is the kid's name? Jake? James. James, James. I knew it wasn't Jack. <laughs> so you get the story of James and not, and the, the, the basic story is he does not want to give his tooth up to the tooth fairy. And you're kind of led into that. And then you turn the corner and this is one of those things where so many people have written about the facade on Twitter, just about <laughs> not the details of it, about how amazing it is and what it is, is that my mind kind of with the hints I was given completely came up with something different than what was there. And then when I yeah. saw what was there, I was pretty blown away. Oh yeah. Um, when I was talking to people before the event even started, um, people were hyping me up about the, the bride facade. And I was like, oh, the bride facade is going to be awesome and huge and gorgeous. It is. But no one told me how <laughs> cool and clever and intricate like the Tooth Fairy facade is. Yeah. It's so good. I think what it is, like it is a thing. It's a thing everyone will recognize when they see it. And that item that it is or at least mimicking or inspired by, I don't think I've seen before in all these years. Yeah. I, I kind of seen stuff like it in other haunts around the country, oh, wow, but okay. I've never really seen it at like Horror Nights uh, and particularly the fact that it's moving. Yeah. I that was so cool. I don't think I noticed that the first time. The second time I did, there's in particular, um, there's something that happens in a window. That's the thing that caught my eye mm -hmm. first. And when I realized that was happening, I really took a close look as long as I could. Uh, what was happening? I was like, whoa, what? Wow. I yeah. didn't notice this the first time around. It it feels like it almost exists inside the same universe as scary tales. Mm -hmm. In the way that, that it's a, like a storybook, you're literally entering a book right into a story. Yes. And you're following the narrative of the story. And there's literally a narrator telling you what's happening. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Yes. So, okay. Um, it's not, I don't want to go step by step. So let's talk about <laughs> the, um, well, the character design of the tooth fairies. Cause I, yeah. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be, well, I knew it wasn't going to be the rock, but I mean, I also knew <laughs> it wasn't going to be your, your, your lighthearted, uh, Glenda Goodwitch tooth. fairies. Yeah. 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 Exa exactly. I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. And, and in a, a good way. Yeah. I think. Well, this is me, but I think they're cute in a gruesome, tiny, like horrific they're way. They're very tiny. That's a good point. Oh, they're they're so, so small. Yeah. They're so small. I love them. It's like they got all, all all the characters that usually play children in the Tooth Fairy costumes this year. <laughs> Pretty much. I think there's only like one large scare actor in that whole house. Like <sighs> I can that could be a guy. I can think of one, and it's on. It's in the bedroom scene. I want to say. Yeah. I almost yeah, said where. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's only it one I can think of that's like my size or bigger. Everything else is Shelby size. <laughs> <laughs> you missed your calling this year for casting. I know. I was thinking about it, but I now I know where I would have been. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I love the design. The house that we're going through was. There were so many details that I was actually watching the video before we recorded here. And I was like, I don't remember not any of this, but I'm like, I don't remember that. And I wish I took a better <laughs> shot of it. Very intricately designed house. Yeah. There's some parts where like you can see that they turned a light off and there was yeah. supposed to be an actor um, pre COVID. There's some scenes that are like that, but for the most part, like it's all over the place. There's characters all over in that house. I'm surprised. 
that's something I wanted to mention sort of kind of there, there is there is there was a couple places where you just I mean you could clearly there was supposed to be something happening and they were supposed to be kind of in your path almost kind of like um, like half of House of a Thousand Corpses like the characters could have blocked you off they were that yeah. close and once you go through the house it's going to be obvious why there's the plexiglass and some of the pl- other plastic uh, safety guards for the characters I wanted to bring that up because when I went through on that second run with my, my first, I didn't even notice the first time through. I'm also looking through my camera with the screen turned down. Second time I went through, I don't think it was until the fourth, third or fourth uh, big scare where I noticed the plexiglass. I mean, it was always yeah. there, but I didn't notice it. And luckily, once I noticed it, it didn't become a thing that like I saw first before anything else. I was actually surprised because that was a big concern before 30 was canceled was right the, the plexiglass. And I guess the proximity of where the characters would get to you, it didn't really change much. Obviously, something had to be taken out, and there's not going to be a hand in front of your face now and again. But otherwise, I didn't really feel like there was that much distance between me and his characters and any other normal uh, house run. I mean, but even during pre-COVID times, I never really noticed scare actors waving things in front of my face unless they were, like, really bold because with the conga line, it's kind of hard this to like true, yeah. stare yeah. in front of gas like that. Um, so I, like you, I didn't really notice the plexiglass until like I was really looking for it. And yeah. when you like, you block it out of your mind, it's just you, a normal hot house. You do. Yeah, you're right. You see it, you see the next one or two, and then it just becomes part of, it's like, yeah, you do. You just block it out. You look past it in a sense almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I guess one of my other concerns was, was there going to be, because there's, so little light in a haunted house although this is another not so much this year i'll mention that in a second my concern pre-cancellation was there's so little light anything that reflects is going to pick it up is that going to be distracting that wasn't Mm -hmm. really a case here and it probably would have been more so in this because with the 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 potential day blindness of this running all day they (laughs) they had more lights in this in both houses than i think they normally would Right. I was thinking about that too. I, I want to believe that is the case, but we could just be talking on our ass. It could um, be. Yeah. It, but it seemed like I didn't miss anything. And uh, yeah. this one, I mean, you had that long hallway for your eyes to adjust, but we'll get to bride in a second. You don't have that. You have a very short yeah. walk. And, and that is, that certainly, at least the facade in that was pretty lit. I don't want to say well lit. It wasn't daylight bright, but it seemed lighter than it would have been maybe, but it may be yeah. just my imagination too. Yeah, we could be overthinking it, but I also <laughs> think you could be right. <laughs> um, I want to talk about how I lost my clip-on sunglasses. Oh, Christ, this is the house. I wouldn't I remember what house it was. Yeah, let's we talk about that. Fairy. We walk into Tooth Fairy, and I wear like regular prescription glasses that have like little clip-on glasses that attach to them. And I took them off, and I went to go put them in my pocket. And I guess I must have missed my pocket, or they fell out in the house. But they're gone now. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, they aren't prescription. They're pretty cheap. That's good. So. Yeah, I did. I did give it a fair effort the second run through, but I wasn't looking down the whole time either. <laughs> I know. I told the ops people, I was like, I lost my sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's not the first time. I lost them in uh, Poltergeist a few years ago. Too. Oh, really? Same. Yeah. Same. Your same glasses, too? Like, it was for yeah, that? Same clip-ons. Oh, that's yep. hilarious. It's, well, I mean, yep. it's not. It sucks, actually, but. It's, they're cheap little plastic, yeah, but yeah. 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 Yeah, I felt awful. I was like, here. Well, I felt awful for a couple of reasons. One, first I invite you, and like your only condition <laughs> the next morning is let's stop and get coffee. I'm like, absolutely, no problem. That was before I screwed up and realized we were running late. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we'll get coffee when we get there. I was like, and we'll stop at Starbucks. Well, long story short, we didn't park anywhere on what would you recall any of the normal parking structures we were escorted or or guided towards a different lot that dropped us right in front of the the production yep. buildings so couldn't get you coffee there already felt bad then we go through the first run of that was it the first run i think it was the first <laughs> run first run of the house and you tell me it you lost your sunglasses. jesus i was like yeah. well shelby's never coming with me to anything again <laughs> you're just bad luck i am apparently did you ever get coffee that day i never followed up I- Yes, I I would have not made it that day okay. if I didn't have coffee. <laughs> right, good. Okay, so leaving Tooth Fairy and really looking at it, I really there there wasn't much I didn't like about it. In fact, I can't tell you anything I didn't like about it. I was 
and it's it is also the I, I've called it the first night syndrome where the, um, every night of Halloween Horror Nights for me, the first night, there's never anything wrong unless something horrific happens. So right. this is kind of that that way too. But going back and looking at the videos and not not just the one I took, but ones that that people with like real gear took, there's there's <laughs> I don't think there's anything I don't like about that, and I'm really oh, yeah. hoping it comes back again next year for the people that didn't get to see it or won't get to see it. It's gorgeous. I need to sit down and like really listen to that narration too, because there's some parts that I've like missed, like storyline wise, and it, it gives it that uh not replayability, but like you can go through it multiple times to like finally get the story. Yeah, it, you know, it's super good. I think that's I think that's one of the we're allowed to use some of the footage and audio we took. I, I don't think Hunter put the opening narration. I'll put that at the end of this. So that we have okay. something to share with everybody to get an idea of what the story setup is, because we 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 mentioned the the prologue and the narration now a couple of times. So I'll put that in at the end when we're done talking, before the closing credits. So anyone that wants to hear that when I'm when we start saying our goodbyes, keep it running, and I'll, I'll put up a couple minutes in there of the house, including that full uh, opening narration at least, so you so you can get an idea yeah. of what we're talking about. Speaking of narration, this works as a nice segue. Okay. Uh, the Bride of Frankenstein Lives also has a narration through the whole house. Oh, it did? I it didn't did. even notice. I mean, I must have yeah. obviously heard it, but I didn't notice it. Yeah, I it's uh, as soon as you walk through uh, spoilers after Frankenstein's monster dies, the bride is talking over the whole house and now, explaining I, I you know what it's second you said the bride i i remember every bit of the dialogue yeah, that i did yeah. here now yes yep yep yeah, she's talking about how yep. she's working to uh use these vampires to bring frankenstein's monster back to life and it's super it, like if you're not really paying attention you don't know what's going on yeah. but she's over you talking to you and explaining yep. to you I, the entire plot i can hear every word of it now yes i can't believe i forgot that <laughs> So to talk about that, that's where we went next. They took us through two runs of Bride of Frankenstein. As much as yes. I loved the facade for Tooth Fairy, and I love the facade for Tooth Fairy, I was unprepared. for. I've got, I'm not shitting you. I've got goosebumps <laughs> on both my arms right now. I'm not kidding. I was not prepared for the opening of The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. That was, oh, yeah. oh my God. The Well, first, I mean, we 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 saw her. And that just, I mean, that caught my eye and I was like, okay, cool. She's, she's, I love when there's a character in the facade before you go in. I love that about the last scary tales. Um, it's, oh, it's been in a ton of other things. That's just the most recent one I can think of. But then <laughs> I didn't notice what was happening around her until she, she's got a, a, a bit. She has a scene yeah, on top of that building. When she did what she did, well, I mean, hell, we were spoilers at this point. The the the, <laughs> the 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 monster's body is trapped under a part of the castle that's that's fallen and, and been destroyed, and she's trying to lift it off of him. And when that that happened, I was like, you got, you know, there's 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 really nothing else in this house that's going to, unless someone comes out and hits me in the face with a ball peen hammer. There's nothing I'm not going to love about this house. <laughs> and luckily, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, that you know of. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now um, was here's one thing I wanted to because I didn't notice the first time was the the scene of the castle being destroyed before or that was before that wasn't it? That was the first. It was hallway. before it. It's like down the hallway and there's little bitty like holes that you can look through to see like a projection on a wall of the thing being destroyed now i saw you looking through them and i was just like oh and i glanced through them and i i guess i didn't look at the right angle i just saw like this this there's some fog between that and the projection too and i figured out oh, there must be supposed to be a scarecrow back there well then when the second time came around I, and i knew this was going to be the only time i'm going to see it this weekend and probably for a mm -hmm. week or two i was like let me look in there in case they're in there just so i can see what it is that's when i saw the castle and went, oh shit i i could have easily missed this if I if I didn't take the time to look through, and that that was just like right. a nice little, just a, a little, it it didn't need to be there, but it was a nice thing to put in your head for when you made you turned that corner and you saw the bride right. and the monster. That was awesome. I feel like it's it's something you could definitely spend more time looking at uh -huh. if we were being conga lined through the house because I feel like I feel like we move oh, slower. Yeah, the houses conga lined like that, but um. 
But when you're going through on your own, like we haven't really covered it, but like they'll socially distance us from other groups inside the houses. We have to stay at least six feet away. And you kind of are able to like take your own time through the houses. You can cheat a little bit. They won't usher you along. They'll be like, hurry up. (laughs) that was refreshing yes and it wasn't until our second run through a tooth fairy that i realized no one behind me is gonna care if i let you because i i walked pretty much next to you the first time through and then the second time i'm like no one's gonna behind me is gonna care if you are six feet ahead of me so i did and and there was in both houses there was like i get to a turn and i'm like i'm not sure which way i'm supposed to go until i got to like the very end of that that where you turn you know and that was cool because yeah, that doesn't happen often. No, you can kind of get lost in uh, Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, you could, yep. There's some hallways where I'm like, wait, where am I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so moving further into the bride. So yeah, the story is it's she's, she's rebuilding the monster through... Uh, I mean, the the biggest, the big catalyst is the, the Dracula's bride's blood, which was... That freaking scene where we get where we put two and two together, it has to be one of my favorite, one of my two favorite things yeah. in that house. Is that the one where the the vampires up on the the like the oh, the thingy the the um the restraints <laughs> up on the stage with the, the stalax yeah inside the stalax yeah. with the the vats of blood behind her yeah that yeah. is absolutely stunning. It's so, and that blood is so bright red. It yes. looks great. It is, yeah. And then we see the monster. We see the pro- the process as we go through, which was cool as hell. And it's the what I really loved. Well, um, okay, I really loved everything. I'll stop using that descriptor. <laughs> it was the the Frankenstein's monster design from Universal Monsters last year. Yes, that was cool. And they introduce a new character. Um, I don't. Does it have an official name? I've seen her called Female Igor, and that's what I think Hunter said called her on a text message that's later. Essentially, what she is, she's essentially the assistant to the bride. And you'll notice right away, like the only male character in the house is Frankenstein's yeah. monster. It's a very woman centric house. Yes, and it's awesome. Yeah, and let's see again through different scenes of of her her surgical, her procedure. And then we get to the, the, the final, not the final room. I'm sorry. We get to the resurrection basically. And it's, it's very um, Frankenstein's lab with her now take on what she's doing with everything we've seen. And she brings him to life in this. It's, it's almost like a, a, it's one of the bigger, almost like stage scenes. It's, it's right in front of you and you walk, you're walking past it, but you get like a good, even with a conga line, you would have got a good three, four seconds of that scene. It's yeah. so long. It's, it's a, so wide, I guess, or broad, I guess you'd say. It's a production. Like yeah. she like says something, she flips yep. the switch, brings him to life. He scares you. There's a vampire scare on the side. It's great. Yep. It's I actually, so second time around, I wanted to see the whole cycle and I just stood there. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I shuffled, but I was like, I want to, I'm going to see the site, the whole cycle. And then you had, uh, a last um, face-to-face with the bride and the now-resurrected monster. And was there a, a monster stinger like in Universal Monsters? I I, I might be blending the yeah, two. There was. There was? A, okay, so there was. Very end, yeah, so there, there was, was that stinger. Stuff. I remember coming out like a little late and you waiting there. I'm like, I'm sorry. I had to stop and see that whole last scene. <laughs> it's worth it. It was so good. Okay. Uh, it was, I mean, I tweeted and I didn't say it just for, for any kind of, Shock! Not all the shock files at the world. I didn't say it for any kind of attention, I, I, or just to be uh, dramatic. I, I meant it. I walked out of that going, I might have a new all-time favorite house. Oh, it's wow. so good! It's it's. Someone said the same exact thing I was thinking later that day, and it was this is a a, a movie I have never seen. It's like it's so the story is yeah. so beginning to end. It's it's a it's a movie I have never seen but I'm di- I I'm dying to see. I mean this this is like the lost universal monsters movie to me. Yeah. I just love how they're able to create their own story with these classic monsters yeah. and make it just so, like awesome. It's literally like a fan fiction brought to life. <laughs> the other of oh, the other the other element. I'm not going to give the exact details away, but I will say the other element that just like made me just I'll just fall over fanboy. You get into the room <laughs> and you see 
other things she had on hand if this didn't work, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw oh, the yeah, one, yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. If we don't get that next year. We can next, keep that spoiler. Not, today, not next, yeah, yeah I'm not going to say what it is, but it's not next. I'm sorry, not next year, but next event. I was like, the, yeah. basically, it's telling me they there's something in mind or something on some kind of treatment on paper somewhere. I think, I think I I could be overthinking it, but that was very blatant. The I would not, I would not be mad if every year had some sort of universal monsters tied to it. Neither would I not at all. You have so many options too. There's so many options. And especially the fact that they made their own story out of these classic characters proves how many ideas that they could come up with. Here's like I feel like there's finally a defense to something I've said for years to some people. I'll talk to a lot of hardcore Universal Monster fans. They'll say, who's your favorite monster? Or the last one my favorite movie is. I'll say Bride of Frankenstein. And it's mainly because of Bride of Frankenstein is probably my favorite designed creature. I just I yeah. love the way she looks. And they always, from these to hardcore people, always get, well, you know, she's only in it for X amount of seconds. How How is that your favorite movie? I'm like, well, I, I mean, okay, let's, and then we'll dissect it. And go, Maybe it's not my favorite movie, but favorite character, yada, yada, yada. I yeah. feel like having this house finally is my defense for her being my favorite character. <laughs> as weird oh, as yeah. that sounds. Oh, now she's like 10 times more badass. Yeah, I know, she's right. <laughs> giant combat boots on yep. she's awesome yes she's kick-ass yep i, I loved love it, it. I, if it wasn't clear to everybody absolutely yeah, love that no, not at all uh, um it was great oh did you catch the bungee scare no you, you said you saw it the second time i you told me yeah. about it the first run through and like it, two rooms in i forgot you know i was just so in awe <laughs> of everything i was seeing i totally forgot about the one th- that one little detail you did see it what was it it's a it's a, a dracula's bride it's a oh, okay. vampire she, oh cool okay. she swoops in and it's oh it's so good yeah that's I didn't even know there was a bungee scare the first weekend <laughs> and that people were like, well, did you see the bungee scare? And I was like, what? No, that's, <laughs> that's not, no matter how many times you go through something the first night or even the first weekend, when someone tells you about the, one, a, a cool detail and you didn't see it, it's like, what? I feel like I've wasted yeah. my entire weekend now. I got to say my biggest gripe about everything is that the scare actors can't see my reactions. That was like, you were talking to me in line and I told you to repeat yourself because I was tweeting something and that's the exact thing I tweeted. I said the the only downside to social distancing HHN so far is that the characters can't see how big the smile is on my face. Yep. Yep. Because I want to go like, like I want to make expressions at them so they know that I am like enjoying their, you know, their thing. Yeah. I, I, I like what they're doing because I don't get scared. Um, and I don't scream. And if I do get scared, I kind of curse a little bit. And that's all I do. Um, or I cower from the grinning people. I was just going to say, or you put your hands against your ears and slowly start getting into the fetal position while still on your feet somehow. <laughs> that was, that was a, that was a story. Um, yes. <laughs> no, like I, I'm not a jump scare person. And I, I look at these, like the tooth fairies and I, all I can do is like tiny clap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, want, I want every all of them to know that I appreciate them, but from behind my mask. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I just yeah, that was for. It's. I, I don't think I'm having like that that reaction where it's like I wasn't going to have anything, so I have these two things, so I'm like really excited about it. Um, I don't think that's actually making me like these more than I would. If this actually had happened the way it was supposed to, they're that good, especially Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, yeah, that bride lives. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I have to. I, I kind of have to step back and 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 think: Is there a little bit of that? And maybe there is a little, but if I really, if I sit and try to take my mind out of that and think of, and pick apart these houses, I'm not picking anything apart, and that's yeah. unusual. So they picked really two good houses to yeah, give us yeah, this I'm year. I'm glad they did. Especially with the them being in the sound stages and the fact that they're able to socially distance them and figure out the cues and put the cues inside because it's hot and just they they made the right decision in choosing those two houses. Yeah. I I, I think I know the answer, but I'm gonna ask it. Now having been through them twice. Well more than twice and two occasions. I, did you 
was it just the two Saturdays you've done it? I forgot to ask you that in the beginning so far. Um, I did the first Saturday and the next Sunday. So I did okay. those two days. And then I did the Saturday with you. Okay, so three three visits to these houses. Yes. What is your favorite My now? Oh. My favorite now? Oh, it's still Tooth Fairy. Okay, I figured. <laughs> but I thought I'd ask. I didn't know if that would have changed or not. I don't think, and you know what though? I mean, I, I could go every day from the third to the first, and I don't think I'm ever going to say anything about Bride, Bride Lives. Yeah. But Thanks, the man. thing is, as far as I'm concerned, either answer is right. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. They're I, both so good. It's I can't, really hard. Yeah. To favorite. I can't tell you why Bride is better than Tooth Fairy because, I mean, there's, other than the fact that it's, the bride and that's not an argument i mean you know what i mean so it's right. like as far as the scares the design the story and the performances they're both winners i just right like bride better but i mean yeah. i'm happy with two, I'm, yeah it's a it's it's a really cool thing to have been able to do this this year and i'm looking right. forward to doing it again i'm looking forward to hopefully me you and hunter can schedule something and we can all go through no that'll be exciting yeah i did tell quint um I really, I really, really hope both are here, especially the bride, because I think he'll have the same reaction to the bride next uh, when, oh, yeah. when we do have the full event again. Yeah. And I'd be remiss if I did. <laughs> Speaking of Quint, I don't know if he knows this because he hasn't said anything yet. Um, in this press release, I'm not going to go through the whole thing because there's, there's actually a lot to their Halloween. They do have um, a costume policy and a trick or treat and of adventure. And you can learn more <laughs> about that, of course, on their website. Uh, they have that scarecrow stock. Which yes. is was it thirteen location thirteen scarecrows you're looking for? Thirteen or twelve? I I don't remember. 13. But I, I just did found it. it thirteen. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I I did it the Sunday um, after the first day, and it's cute. Like it it takes you around the entire park uh, to all the gift shops. Um, I don't know if you remember for Christmas they did like the Christmas tree trail where you went around like stamped. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah I didn't do it but yeah. I knew of it. You uh, you go up to a cashier and be like, "We saw the scarecrow," and they stamp the specific stamp, and then you go all the way back to the front of the park, or over by I want to say Shea Alcatraz slash Fast and Furious exit. Mm -hmm. Um, at those candy shops, you turn it in, and you get free candy. Oh, nice! I might yeah. do that. It's fun. The uh, you get your steps in. <laughs> the food is what I wanted to mention a little bit. Oh, let me. Oh shit! Before I get into this. I should have asked you about this the first weekend. I, I'm assuming you went to the skeleton bar. Oh yeah. Okay. Tell oh, me yeah. what that, I don't even really know what that is. I've seen pictures and oh, I've seen yeah. the word, but I haven't, I don't know. I haven't been in it yet. We, so have you ever been inside of cafe La Bamba? Oh, a long time ago. What? Yeah. It, it's inside cafe La Bamba. Okay. Basically you enter in your group, your party, and you have food options, a whole bunch of food options that you can buy. They have like what I've, the only thing I've had is the the vegan mac. Okay. Uh, it's like a macaroni. It's not mac and cheese, but it's like macaroni and like uh, I want to say like cilantro and okay bread. Yeah. Really, really good. Oh, wow. I'm gonna um, try that. Yeah, it's sorry. it's great. <laughs> sorry, it just uh, <laughs> back on subject. Sorry. <laughs> it, it's kind of plain. There's like some spooky stuff around, and as soon as you eat food, they're like, oh, you can go through the walkthrough experience to the bar. And I'm like, Ooh, and it's it kind of reminds me of like the Mardi Gras gift shop or the Mardi Gras tribute store that they had from this year. Yeah. It's all dark. It's spooky and lit really cool. And there's like scarecrows all over the place and pumpkins and candles. And it's decorated so well, like tribute store levels. Oh, wow. And then there's, yeah, and then there's a little bar, and it's not just the mixed drinks, because they do have specialty mixed drinks for the event. Yes. Uh, they also have, like, regular bar options, so they okay. have, like, it's not a full bar, but they have, like, liquor. Um, but they had uh, three specialty drinks. <laughs> had. Um, had. Well, they changed one. <laughs> right, that's what I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was the Circus Peanut, uh, the Mango Inferno, and the Lugaroo. And out of those three, the Lugaroo is phenomenal. Okay. It's so good. It's very tiki drink, so it's got like pineapple and stuff. Uh, the one that everybody kept talking about was the Circus Peanut. And it had like peanut butter whiskey. Oh. And all this other crap in it. And it, it was so bad. 
so bad that they changed it the next week. Yes, I heard. Uh, and uh, Gary Gary Pounds, um, the infamous Gary Pounds, friend of yeah. of all of us, and he has the uh, release spreadsheet. He actually put it the best way. He's like, they made a drink after the worst candy on the face of the earth, and y'all are surprised. <laughs> Listen, uh, if they made a candy corn drink, well, that's what I'm looking at here in the. Press release, it says frozen candy corn beverage. Oh, at, that might be at, like the it, food trucks stuff. I'm not quite well, sure. It says it's at the skeleton bar. Oh, well, but, I wasn't paying attention. But I, I know <laughs> they had this before and it was non-alcoholic, so it might be the same thing. Yeah. The the three drinks now, it's the Vampire's Curse, which I think is rum. I think okay. it's rum. Um, and then the Mango Inferno and the Luguru. And the Mango Inferno is spicy, so it's very oh. much like a uh, Bloody Mary. Oh, geez. It's I got mean, like. I just can my Murder Hornet pepper, so I don't know if I want to put my body <laughs> through that again. Right? My Murder spicy. Hornet beer, I mean, sorry. Um, but the, the, we, man, I totally lost, almost forgot why I brought this up. So the food, there's, there's some specialty food. They, they announced pizza fries, That's, I think, even before this. And yeah, there's specialty food. In the skeleton bar, but then there's also two food trucks food outside trucks. of the house. Right. And they got a bunch of stuff. And it's not <laughs> listed in this press release, but I've seen the menu. And that's why, speaking of Quint, made me think of this. That Quint's like white whale that will never happen again for food was the search for the hot dog and a pizza crust from years ago. <laughs> I think 25 God. was the last time they had it. He, I, are you sure? Because uh, I remember. I, I, that might be the last time I've eaten it so after i had it once <laughs> once was enough you know so i didn't look for it again yeah. he's never found it ever ever and it's like it, he's kind of given up so once he throws in the towel on finding a hot dog and a pizza crust what do they do they ramp it up and put a hot dog inside a twisted tater which i gotta oh, yeah. imagine if he knows this exists has to be like 10 times more on his wish list than that hot dog and a pizza crust ever was but you can even add on to it. You can put chili on top. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can like give yourself the ultimate heart attack. It's great. You know, it's funny. It's like, I mean, I love I love Twisted Taters. I, 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 I've I gotten into verbal fistfights on Twitter on Pizza Fries versus Twisted Taters. <laughs> even putting a hot dog into that, it, for me, seems a little much. <laughs> I, I had it um, on Sunday. Okay. I was like, because I, I wanted the pork rind nachos, oh, right. but I went going to the wrong food truck oh, and i was like okay. ah, screw it i'm just gonna get food and it's all labeled weird it's not like very specific on the menu so i was like uh, give me the thing with the guts so it wound <laughs> up being the twisted tater around the hot dog with the chili oh with, okay i gotcha i follow for me it could be different for other people my hot dog was really overcooked Ooh, like it eesh. was real dry <laughs> but yes. the chili was good I like the oh, chili. Okay. Oh, something. But I do want to try those pork rind nachos. <laughs> all right. If you haven't tried it by the time we all get together, we're 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 that is that is a uh uh item on a checklist that needs to be done. Yes. Ah, um, uh, so yeah, I mean I I think I've said all I all I wanna say. I mean I could continue to talk, <laughs> especially about the bride lives. But yeah. what a I mean, what if just what a moment in an otherwise bleak season. Although the season seems to be picking up all around the state, but when we've last talked, uh, really, me, I think the last time you and I talked before we talked Saturday, I think was the 30 was canceled. I think so. Episode. Yeah. So it was so nice to to have something and, and have it be so good. I mean, you can, you can throw something out there as like a, just here's, here's a thing. Be happy with it. it it's, it's a lot more than that. And it's a, it's a nice little treat. Yes. It's a nice treat. Yes, I'm glad we have it, and I'm looking forward to doing it again. I like that you don't have to buy a separate ticket for yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yep. Especially being a pass holder. Right, right. Yeah. I haven't done the app thing yet, obviously. How difficult was that that weekend, that first weekend? Not too bad. It kept saying, um, like, time's full, come back later, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um and then by the end of the night, they were just letting people into the oh, line. That's cool. Yeah. So I think they still got like kinks to work out because obviously it's the first couple of days. But I think they've got the hang of it. I think it's going pretty well. Good. 
All right. I think that is all I am going to say. This actually went on longer than I expected. <laughs> but before we go, of course, I uh, whatever plugs you want to give, but I want to ask you what you want everyone to know about these comic incredible comic covers you're doing, if anything. Oh, gosh. Um because I just I'm actually on Twitter now. I don't know, something popped up and I looked at it and I scrolled through and I saw your your latest one that you're working on. I'm like, okay, we gotta yeah. talk about these. So basically I'm trying to release a weekly illustration, obviously every week, of something from Halloween Horror Nights, whether it's a house or a street that happens to be a fan favorite, so people will latch onto it of like vintage comic book covers. So I'm taking like Twisted Edition, Vamp 55, uh, Scarecrow, and Graveyard Games are the ones I've done, or Twisted I'm still working on, yep. and making them look like old vintage comic book covers, like horror comic book covers specifically. Yeah, yeah, there's like the old, uh, uh, of course you just said it, I can't think of them now, like Tales of Horror and the yeah. old the Marvel Presents stuff, yeah, that's and that yeah, is like the- a cool look. There's some like tales from the crypt and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I can think of it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to like not copy them exactly, but like stick along that like vintage style from like the uh, 60s, 70s, 80s, and just make them look all aged and um, but stick to properties from horror nights and stuff that people want to see and people want to see my art this year. So I've just decided to release them weekly. That's awesome. Just, have a good time with it. I've I've uh, I've loved everyone I've seen. I've pre-ordered the three you can <laughs> so far. And nice part about it is I can do it sitting in wherever I am, wearing whatever I'm wearing, and don't have to find my wallet for my past to run <laughs> and get it at the park open. So yeah, that's been nice yeah. too. You don't have to rush in every Friday and beat everybody. <laughs> exactly. floor, so. Yes. Yeah. A lot less stressful this time around. But you just keep an eye on for, uh, it should be every Saturday that I release them. So the only one I can't find in your feed at the moment is vamp, which I did buy, but it, it looks like, are you like, this is starting to an interview now. Are you restricting yourself on the amount of colors you use for each one to make it look vintage and aged? Not or, really, okay. but I'm kind of trying to keep it like vintagey because they, they didn't use many colors back then right, to keep right. it cheaper. It does look so like you're trying to keep yeah it looks like you're sticking to like a specific palette range yeah for each one which is cool i mean that's cool i'm just curious with the the thought process uh how you approached it because i could never do this (laughs) not by hand that's for sure my biggest my my biggest challenge is after i'm done illustrating i have to go and add the text and figure out where things go and how it's going to be placed um i've been for each one i've been throwing in like references to past Horror Nights writers and designers and uh, show directors. Oh, okay. I so if you know people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I probably saw it, but it just went in through one eye and out the other. Is that a thing? Because it's... Eh, <laughs> that, I don't know how that works. <laughs> that didn't sound right. but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did. I did remember it now because I remember the um, vamp one you threw on there. I'm not going to say what. I'll let people find it. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Um, I thought when you were talking about putting the text in, I thought you were going to say having uh, to turn your spell check on. <sighs> actually, actually, to your, can I tell the story? Or yeah, do you want, yeah. Okay. You, you actually didn't right. spell it wrong. That was probably the, the problem. I, well, what? I the, uh, the cheerleader one? Yeah. You spelled it share. Well, you didn't use wrong words. You used words that, I don't know, share. Let me check right now. I got a word document right in front of me. Yeah. Shares share. recognized. So you wrote... Share leaders instead of cheerleaders, <laughs> and we had a bit of a thread filled with some shared jest between you, me, and uh, Hunter and Quint that evening. <laughs> but luckily, you caught it before you posted it publicly. Oh, yeah. And I've reminded you that you've done that ever since, including tonight. <laughs> I think I spelled Patrick Braylord's name wrong too. I oh, really? To <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't see that one. Yeah, I fixed it though. Yeah, now okay. I made. I make my boyfriend come in and read it. Like, Did <laughs> I spell anything wrong? <laughs> I do the same thing with Christy. I'm like, if it's something I, I'm going to share with somebody um, and I want to make sure I don't look stupid, I always have her proofread it for me. I cannot proofread my own stuff, as Twitter will clearly demonstrate if you follow me on Twitter. I don't think I've tweeted one <laughs> thing that didn't have a spelling mistake in it. 
I can't believe we're adults. <laughs> I'd say I wake up every, actually I take it back. I wake up every morning and think that after I get out of bed, because as I'm getting out of bed, I'm like, oh Christ, yeah, I'm an adult. This hurts. This hurts a lot. <laughs> but you're right. Otherwise. Okay. I think that's it. So where, actually, I mean, that's not it. Where can they find these and what you're doing and anything else oh, you're up to? Um, I guess if they're following this, they probably follow me on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, but if you want to find it, you can find it through my social media, which is uh, Wendiguts, W-E-N-D-I-G-U-T-Z, Wendiguts on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Very cool. Very easy right. to find. And all the episodes, it's, it's, it's funny, um, I guess all the episodes that are coming this season, because we found more to talk about than we we thought we've actually released technically released more episodes this non-existing Halloween Horror Night season than we did last year when we had an episode every week of the event. Yeah. It's weird because we're doing. It's almost like we've been stuck inside for six months. <laughs> yeah, there you go, something like that. So I know you and Hunter have got a couple of things. He already started your your retrospective on twenty five, which is off to a great start. And I know yes. you got a couple more parts on that coming. So I'm looking forward to hearing that. I'm sure everybody else. It's heard the first part as well. If they haven't, if they if they didn't know that started, check it out. It's in the same feed you're hearing here. You and Hunter are going to be getting together about some other, at least an, another Han event, right? Yeah. Just, okay. Um, and we also have a pretty cool interview coming up. Yes. So yes. So yeah, a lot more Halloween Horror Nights content you need to expect when there's no Halloween Horror Nights this year. So. Right. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Um, I think that's it. Shelby, thank you for joining yeah. me. This was a lot of fun. It was great talking to you again. I know. I missed your face. Even though I saw it like two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> and you saw it through a mask. Yeah, I and know. You're one of the yeah. few people since in the past, I think it's got to be at least six, seven years that has now seen me with a ponytail. I swore right. I'd never it's do it again. It's not a bad look. It's not a bad look. It's not a bad look. It's a pain in the ass, though. <laughs> That's a thing. So it's going away in two weekends. We finally found someone I'm willing to let cut it. So uh, I'm sure everyone pretty. found that fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> you got a pon- you got a ponytail, and I shaved my head. That's actually really funny <laughs> that you mentioned it. <laughs> uh, so all right, thanks everyone for listening. I'm going to now play some of Tooth Fairy before we close out. So thanks again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. One night, a tooth fairy appeared in the bedroom of young James Westhorn, who recently lost his first tooth. But when it neared the bed, the child in it jumped up and shouted, No, this is my tooth! It belongs to me! You can't have it! You mustn't upset the fairy folk, Master James. Child's Manny. The fairy folk aren't kind, nor forgiven. But spoiled James just shook his head. And as if to settle the argument on the bed, the fairy took Nanny's teeth instead. Oh no! I'm being ravished! <laughs> <laughs> Don't say no. Just ask James for Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. 
The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash newsaspodcast and follow our Twitter account at newsaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Newsaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash newsaz. Thanks for listening. 